Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Think of it as you're telling a story. You're telling a fairy tale of the princess is trapped in the tower. That's the situation. The prince comes, cuts down all the thorns and rescues her. That's what he did. And the result is they live happily ever after, right? That's what we're going for. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma. I'm a radio journalist who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and welcome back everyone. This week's shoot your shot shout out listener is Lily. Here's what she sent to us on Instagram. She said, thank you. Your podcast helped me land my dream job. Isn't that exactly what we want to hear? Em, a dream job. How good's that? Exactly. But wait, there's more great details. She said, I wanted to change career from education to become a proofreader. That's quite a change. An incredible opportunity came up and after getting through the second round, I began to listen to your podcast. It helped me so much and listening to you calmed my nerves up to right before my interview. I just love that they're listening to us like as they walk up the stairs. It's amazing. Us in their ears giving a little G up. I know. She said, thank you for making me laugh and smile whilst also sharing such incredible knowledge. I also love that your sisters. I love my sister more than anything. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> she said the interview went so well and it was thanks to your insights. No, incredible insights. Okay, incredible insights. Don't leave out descriptive words. <laughs> they called me 20 minutes after the interview. That's always such a good sign when they like you walk out, they discuss and they're like, call her now. And they even offered me more money than I asked for. Oh, that's Stop amazing. It. You must have impressed. Thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing because you're incredible. Aww. Love you, Lily. Congratulations, Lily. Um, Well done on the career change. I love that. So many people leaving education at the moment. If you're out there, we hear you. It can be done. If you want to have results like Lily and you need a bit of extra help to get there, check out Sarah's one-on-one sessions. You can find out all about them at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash coaching. I didn't say too many W's that time. We love that. Exactly. And if you liked one of our episodes, used a tip we sent you, or you want to request an episode about your situation, slide into our DMs. We love hearing what you're struggling with, what you want to know about, and maybe we give you a shout out next month. Let's get into it. Today's episode is on how to structure interview examples. We're big on examples here, so this is how to structure them. 
Yeah, and this is specifically for behavioural interview questions. So those are the kind that sound like, tell me about a time when. It basically requires you to use an example. Now, I like using examples even when it's not specifically a behavioural interview question and they might say, how do you manage blah? I think giving examples is really, really strong rather than just talking in general. So this works for both, but specifically behavioural interview questions. So firstly, what mistakes do people often make when they're answering behavioural interview questions? Yeah, this is a good one. So not only have I done lots and lots of interviews hundreds of interviews, thousands maybe, I'd say thousands. I've also coached so many people since we started offering coaching sessions. I'm doing like three, four, five every week. And I've heard a lot of people go through their answers the first time and we work out what we can work on. Everyone's a little bit different, but they can be too long. And, you know, you talked for the time that was meant to take up for three questions just in one. Yeah, too rambly. Yeah. And what it means is if you go for too long, they don't get to ask you all the rest of the questions and then they don't hear about all of the rest of your experience. So you don't want to be too long. Some people don't give enough detail. They're really succinct and they might not go into detail enough. They're just really vague and they gloss over how they actually did something. Some people don't give enough background. So they talk about what they did, but they don't give any context into why it was even important in the first place. So you lose some of that context or importance. Some people, and this is really common, this is probably the most common one, they don't have a strong finish and therefore they don't know when to stop talking. They keep thinking, oh, maybe I haven't answered the question. I'll add something. I'll keep adding things. And they don't know when to stop. And then they end up ending on something like, um, yeah, uh, so yeah, like halfway through a sentence kind of thing without really finishing with a punch. Some people go around in circles, like they get confused with where they're at in the story. Some talk in general, but with no specifics. That's probably my pet peeve, actually, is when you talk in general. Well, you know, I would, you know, normally do, I'm like, tell me about a person in particular. Give me one example. Go specific. So, yeah, there's lots of different problems that people have with answering these. And it's different for everyone. Some people are really good at finishing off an answer, but they struggle with the beginning part. Well, let's put you to work. I'm going to ask you a question. You'll give an answer. Then we'll deconstruct it and work out what made it good. Or it might be really bad. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. So this one I'm intending to be literally off the cuff. I've done no prep. I haven't thought about what I'm actually going to say here on purpose because I want this to be a little bit unstructured and maybe a little bit more like what your answer would sound like if you didn't do much prep. Great. So Sarah... Communication with our team is really important in this role. Tell me about what strategies you've used to keep employees informed. Yeah, so um, I think it's really important to keep employees informed in in what's going on. So um, in my last job, there was this newsletter that I had to write um, and we got a lot of good feedback on it. People um, really liked it and they used to get excited when they were featured in the newsletter. So we sent it out every two weeks. Um, we included some some profiles of our employees in the newsletter. Um, we included business updates from the CEO um, and anything else that was going on in the business to make it interesting, maybe new starters, promotions of people in the company. Um, and yeah, that... Um, that went every two weeks. I didn't like the end because you repeated that it went fortnightly and you didn't have a strong finish like you said. But there was some good content in there. Newsletter sounds fantastic. I'd love to read it sometime. 
Right. So it's a good newsletter, right? And there's some content in there and I've done communicating with internal employees. I've talked a little bit about why people liked it, what we included. So there's detail there, right? Like I've addressed the question-ish, but there's a lot that we could strengthen about that answer. And you see, I was genuinely like looking up and to the left when I was saying that because I was trying to remember what I did from a previous job. This is all false. I'm making this stuff up, by the way. It's not from an actual previous job. But when you're trying to remember whilst you're giving the answer, it's almost impossible to have a good structure. You need to have done the thinking beforehand and worked out what's relevant. That's why prep is so important. Facts. So what did you think, Em, overall about the answer? Could have had a stronger finish. What else? Good. I mean, yeah, it was an example. You could have fluffed around and said, oh, you know, it's really important for employees to be in the loop because, you know, things can get missed if they're not. Like that would be a vague answer. You had an actual example, a proactive one. You know, I'm happy with it. But there just wasn't a take home message. There wasn't a powerful exclamatory sentence at the end. And that's what I wanted to see. And see, that's a pretty common way that an interviewer would react. They don't know necessarily why it wasn't as strong of an answer. It's kind of hard for them to put their finger on it, but they're thinking it was good, but like someone else did better. Here we're going to break down how you make it an amazing answer. You take it from good to amazing. Great. Let's level up. So we need to talk about the situation, what you did and result. It's a bit like our guess what prove it, so what? It is a lot like that. You might have heard this called the STAR method or the CAR method. Now, people say, oh, is this the STAR method? And I can never understand what the T is. It stands for task. And I just don't get how that's relevant. The T is silly (laughs) to me. The T is useless. The T should be silent. We're abandoning that and making our own acronym. It's SAR. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's not. It's situation, what you did and the result. I like to think of it as a story. Don't think about it as like the STAR method. It sounds really corporate and like the SMART method for setting goals. It's really boring, right? Think of it as you're telling a story. You're telling a fairy tale of The princess is trapped in the tower. That's the situation. The prince comes, cuts down all the thorns and rescues her. That's what he did. And the result is they live happily ever after, right? That's what we're going for. If you said, I cut down all the thorns and we lived happily ever after, I kind of don't understand why that's important because I didn't know that the princess was trapped. Does that make sense? Yes. Also, if I say the princess was trapped and I cut down all the thorns, I'm like, and then what? (laughs) Right? It makes sense when you put it in that analogy with a fairy tale. Hey, job hunters, big news. Our all new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one on one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step by step by step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. So in this situation, let's fluff it up a bit, you know, give some examples, fluff it up. Oh, there was a period at work where there was so much miscommunication happening because no one was really communicating. You know, we had two things that didn't go to air on time. So I called an immediate meeting and I informed all the staff 
that from now on we were going to be doing weekly check-ins. I don't know, you know, make it sound dire at the start. Not dire, but you can't just say, oh, yeah, well, to improve it, I did this. You need to paint the picture of how bad it was. That's exactly right. It's so important. If you don't start with the situation, none of the rest of it carries any weight. Wait, I just thought of a better one. Like if I was talking about something not going to air because I work in radio, so that's something that would happen. You know, something didn't go to air. My boss ran into the studio. The sounds went off. He had his arms in the air. Where is it? And we're all, you know, like create a bit of chaos in their minds. When we say create it, we don't mean make it up. Just think about it. Brainstorm, make sure you include that context. Even sometimes like what does the company do? Why is it important in the first place? All of that stuff people forget to mention. Your interviewer may not know your previous company very well or understand what your job even really was. So you've got to give a certain level of background information. People sometimes say, well, how much? I think you need to treat the interviewer like they are an intelligent newbie, if that makes sense. So they're smart, but they may not have come from your background. If you work for a horse food company and you forgot to order the horse food one day, well, the horses were starving (laughs) and they got skinny and it was not good. So you needed a better horse food organizing system. So what did you do? You created a spreadsheet. That is the most random example. (laughs) No, it's a valid point. If they aren't from the horse industry, they're not going to know. They're not going to know the consequences of what happens when the horses aren't fed. Oh, my God. So with the situation, here's what you have to give. The background. Give some context. Why is it a problem or what was the situation? Why is it important in the first place of what you actually did. What else was going on at the time? Give some context. Who else was involved? Did they know what was happening? Did they have a solution? Did it used to be fixed? Was it new? Whatever it is, think about the background and what might be relevant. Now, here's the things that I'm going to add that were from my example that I just gave. So what about if I added to my situation at the beginning of my answer that I just gave about the newsletter, that I was working for a national marketing agency in HR and internal communications. There was a huge amount of organizational change. The business was affected by COVID. There was lots of redundancies and there was a restructure as well. Employees were based all over Australia, so they didn't see each other and they didn't have one communication channel to keep everyone in the loop about what was happening. I'm already so sold on the newsletter. Before it sounded like a cute little newsletter that was like, oh, how lovely. And now it sounds like that newsletter is imperative. Exactly. There's people everywhere. We don't know who's fired. We don't know who doesn't work here anymore. We need to know. Exactly. And you're thinking, if you haven't heard the second half of the story yet, and I set that all up, you're thinking, oh my God, what did you do? (laughs) I want to know the answer. I want to hear what happened to the princess, right? Set it up. What was going on? It doesn't have to be chaos for this to be interesting at all. You can just say, look, things were a bit of a mess. It was hard to find information. It was all over the place. It had been filed incorrectly or there were issues because we were retyping things. It doesn't have to be really dramatic, but paint the picture of what the before situation looked like before you did what you're about to say. I just started in the new role. I didn't know anyone yet. This was going on. This was going on. Okay, enough about the story. Let's get to the good part. What are we going to do about it? So some fundamentals in here. Obviously, how did you do it? 
We want some fundamentals. Stretch this out a bit. You know, I talked to my boss and ran this idea I had by him. He then got it approved. Then I was able to create this intricate filing system. Yes. People sometimes gloss over this part. They say, so I built relationships. Okay, well, what the hell does that mean? How did you build a relationship? What do you mean? Did you have meetings? Did you call them? Did you like have tea and scones? Like, what do you mean? How did you actually do that? So I built a system. Okay, well, in what program? How did you build it? Did you do it by yourself? Was there someone else involved? Was it just you? Get specific into the detail. This is where you want to give the most detail because this is the stuff about what you actually did in your skill set. Name drop software, systems that you used. Break it down more so than you would to your boss. You break it down. Tell me about the newsletter. So imagine I added this to my story, right? So we've talked about the situation and then I added, so... I actually came up with the idea of doing a fortnightly newsletter, right? Already, like I didn't mention that before, that it was my idea. So I put together a fortnightly newsletter. We included a video message from the CEO with critical business updates of how the business was going. We included pictures on each business area across the country and how they were doing, the campaigns that they were running with our clients, events that were going on. And we also profiled some of our employees that were in the business and how they were spending their time during lockdown and how they were keeping motivated working from home. And pictures of people's dogs. It sounds great. Doesn't it? I want to read it. And you're imagining the situation that I just told you and then this on top and you're thinking, okay, cool. But then you're wondering, well, what happened? Did it work? Did people like it? Which is what gets us to the result. This is the last part. Exactly. So you want to focus on what was the outcome and where is it at now? So this allowed, you know, communication to be cleared. We were all on the same team. Deadlines were getting done faster because there was no miscommunications. And where's it at now? Now the newsletter is the core nucleus of our organizational structure and we can't live without it. It's fundamental. You could even say, even after I've left, I know they still send out the newsletter. How good's that? Yeah, it's a legacy. Yeah. It's a legacy. You can even talk about what you learned as well. Use numbers if you can. Stats and numbers are really great here. People do get caught up though. If you can tie it in a bow and have like, and it all worked out in the end. Amazing. It's so good, right? Use that. Sometimes you can't though. And you're like halfway through a project, right? And you're like, well, I've done this, but like, we're not done yet. That's fine. That's totally fine. Talk about where you're at. Yeah. You're still showing you took an attempt to fix it and show initiative and do something about it. Yeah. Or this is what we've done so far. This is what the plan is next. Here's what I've learned. Here's the feedback we've gotten so far. It doesn't have to be finished or amazing or complete. It doesn't even have to have worked. You could say, well, actually it didn't work and we learned that we needed to do it this way. But we wouldn't have learned that if we hadn't have tried, whatever. Results can be a lot of things, but having a result means that you know when you're finished because when you say the result, that's the end of the answer and it stops you if you're the kind of person who kind of waffles on. Having a great strong result will make you stop talking. So let's hear it. What are the results of the beautiful newsletter that we all just are dying to read? I know. We had incredible feedback across the company about the newsletter. We had employees reaching out to us saying how much they'd enjoyed it. One even sent us flowers because they'd never been appreciated in the profile so much. They really enjoyed having their photo. Stop it. You're hired. 
It had a 60% open rate. Okay, so we've got some numbers. Flex. Um, and it really helped get the message across about our new strategy and brought the team together in what was a really difficult time for everyone. Tumultuous time. Yeah. That was excellent. It's the same newsletter, right? And I find this so often, Em, it might sound to you guys who are listening, like I've just embellished the second version on top of the first version. Often I speak to people on my interview coaching sessions and they give me that first answer and then I ask them questions and I unpack it and they have all these incredible results that they just didn't include. That's why you have to prepare for an interview. That's why you have to brainstorm first to get all of the remembering done beforehand so that in the interview you can talk about the best parts, not just what you happen to remember. Definitely. It's really similar, the message in this, to our storytelling episode about how it's the same information, but it's just a pizzazz. And that's what this is. More detail, more oomph, same information, but there's a boring way of saying it and a colourful, expressive, detailed way of saying it. And the difference is huge. Exactly. And if you can tell a story about the personality and you use some anecdotes and give it some personality and flavour, it's going to be much more interesting and they're going to follow along a lot more versus if you just state the facts. Definitely. So let's do a little summary. We've gone through that. How to workshop your answers. Preparation is key. Go through your best bits. Pick one to start with. Brain dump everything you remember about that time. Write two whole pages. Get it all out. And then you're going to categorize that under what we just said, the situation, what you did and result. And then you're going to refine, get rid of all the crap, get those punchy points, maybe two points under each point. What caused it, you know, COVID, redundancies, whatever, two things under each point. Then read it through as a story and then practice in the mirror or practice to your mum or practice to your bestie. Record yourself. Does it make sense? Yeah. Is it a princess story? Does Shrek rescue Fiona? That's exactly right. That's so important. Are you getting that impact and something to check as well that often comes up when you're thinking of a result and you add something in? For example, let's say the newsletter and I said it really stopped the turnover problem that we were having of people resigning who we didn't want to resign. And I'm like, well, I didn't even know that was a problem. You didn't even mention that that was happening. (laughs) Don't include new things in your results. I could include that for sure, but I'd have to go back and do that again where I said, and we were also experiencing a lot of turnover because people didn't feel included and they didn't want to stay. doesn't have any impact if you didn't tell me what the problem was before you told me how you fixed it. Great. That's it. Hope that was valuable. We know it was, so enjoy. Devour it. This is a really big piece of preparing interview answers and I think where a lot of people get stuck, they don't know how to structure themselves. Practice. Go through this multiple times with your answers and then read them out to someone and see if they understand and follow. Woohoo! Bye. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our voices and you love your sister, hit that follow button in Apple or Spotify and better yet, tell someone else about the show. That's how we hit the charts and we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration and a supportive community, check us out on Instagram at Interview Boss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, 
We can keep the content coming.